Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Daffs. And he wasn't paying attention, and I just started the show without him. He sure did. <laughs> he was very surprised. I was tracking my Amazon packages. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have Stacy just do that for you, since she works there? I'm uh, sure she has nothing better to do. Yeah. <laughs> She just sits at her desk all day. I don't even know what not, she does. Not doing anything. Not, Lazy. Not programming anything. Nope. <laughs> so, this surprise episode <laughs> is about lots of things. But mostly we're going to talk about inanimate objects mm-hmm. that are not inanimate any longer. Because that's been in the news recently. Um, you know, the Google House thing mm-hmm. is coming. Alexa's springing to action. Now she works with sonos and a whole bunch of other stuff yeah she can lock your car for you now and she can start your car i think is the next thing they're working on is start it so that it warms it up now uh, for those of you who have listened for a while you know that daffs and i have very opposing ideas about this technology taking over our lives i'm all about it except for the idea of starting your car to warm it up with a alexa app is terrible because if you have it in your garage, which is closed, it's going to kill everybody with carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> you'll forget. You'll, you'll say, Alexa, please start my car. And then you'll like, and like little Billy take 20 minutes and you'll forget. And then you'll go downstairs, open the garage door, get a whiff of carbon monoxide, faint, and then die. Or your kid's already down there and he's playing in the garage. Mm-hmm. And now he's little Billy is dead. Yeah. A murderer. Yep. It would have to be a start the car and at the exact same time open your garage door. Although, in fairness, uh, lots of parents are negligent without technology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this episode is basically the Beauty and the Beast uh, episode, mm-hmm. is what I would like to call it. Um, so there's a couple uh, scenarios here we're going to talk, and we're going to do what that's debatable. Okay. Uh, okay, so Daphs, which uh, item in your home... If it became, if it sprang to life, Beauty and the Beast style, would you find the most helpful slash the most concerning? Or, or and which one would you find the most concerning? Um, most, you you mentioned, cons- most concerning for sure would be the bed. You mentioned that. I don't want something that I am spending eight hours of my day while I'm asleep in to be sentient. That sounds awful. See, I feel like I would develop a very intimate relationship with the bed. So I think that I might be okay. See, I trust my people skills way more than you do. (laughs) As we'll get to later. See, I feel like I could develop a close-knit relationship with the bed. Furniture. I'd be much more afraid of the knives. Is not people. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be afraid of the knives. Mm. However, if it did spring to life, then it might help me with my cooking. Yeah, I would say most convenient would probably be coffee pot or dishwasher. See, I don't drink coffee, so that wouldn't help me. Oh my god, I drink coffee all the time. The dishwasher also can't do anything. You'd need the dishes to be alive so they could put themselves inside of it. Well, then the dishes to be alive. Now, see, you don't want to eat off of somebody. That's just weird. (laughs) I'm okay with sleeping inside of someone, but (laughs) not not eating off of them. (laughs) All I'm saying is... Um, so my number one most frightening one is definitely a knife. <laughs> Cause if that thing turns on you in the night, mm-hmm. it could slide under your door. It's very slippery. I just end up having no knives in my house. <laughs> I'd be like, you guys are great, 
but it's time for us to part ways. <laughs> and I'd have the bed help me out. <laughs> I think, isn't there a, an organ or a piano that is sentient in Beauty and the Beast? I that would bother I think me. They're all sent. I think everything's sentient. But I think, I think there's one specifically in there that ends up joining the fight. You know what would be the most annoying one, though? Hmm. The clock. Because if the clock like got mad at you, like it could totally screw up your day. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wouldn't be violent or like life threatening, but it would just like screw with you. Like it would just change the time, or mm-hmm. it wouldn't do daylight savings or something. And you'd just be mad. You'd just be extra mad because you'd totally gotten screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was the clock. I tell you, the clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brantner. Whatever. <laughs> He's always late and blaming it on his clock. They're like dragging you away. There's a lot of things just in this room that I would totally get rid of instantly. Really? Like what? Like the metronome over there. That can only annoy. That's all it can do is turn on in the middle of the night and tick me off. Like that would be gone. The piano would be gone. Ooh, um, but the piano, while that while you are right, where it could be very annoying, it could also potentially let you scam people. <laughs> true. You set that thing up like in some sort of like old timey saloon and you're like, Hey, I'm a great ragtime player and you just don't let anybody see your hands and then you slip the piano fiver and or polish it up. I don't know. Make it look real nice or something. Get it refinished. Mm-hmm. And just be like, you keep doing this. And there's more, more where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's a good one. You would not want your thermostat. <laughs> no. Definitely not. I would definitely not want my thermostat to become alive. It'd be like, I'm cold. And it's like, well, I'm not thermostat, so don't go up. And it's like, let's put it to 80. And I'm like, no. That's really expensive. Are you paying no. for that? No, you're not. Yeah, but here's the thing about the thermostat that compared to other things, it's in the house mm-hmm. or the apartment or wherever. So you can just be like, well, screw you. I'm leaving. Hope your other owner is as nice as me. Because mm-hmm. like, you can lord that over their head. That's your... That's your um, that's your trump card. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine that they would form some kind of union. Which, by the way, this is completely aside and mm-hmm. aside. And I don't mean it to sound political at all. But how is uh, D- President Trump not said the, that something to do with trump cards yet? <laughs> yeah, no. He hasn't used his puns at all yet. I, I know. There's so many puns that he's let, mm-hmm. let slip by. And it's just very disappointing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm just very sad about that. Trump card, I mean, he should have been handing that out to every single person that he came in contact with. These yeah. are the things that I would be doing. Mm-hmm. I would also have worn a tie with my name on it mm-hmm. if my name was Trump. Like DK, Trump. There's there's a lot of missed opportunities. I know, just shameful. Anyways. <laughs> Did you see, um, I think it was Seth Meyer. No, it was uh, uh, the guy... Um, Trevor Noah, where he's like, by the way, if Bob Mueller is not walking into every interrogation saying, it's Mueller time, he's just wasting his life. And I was like, I know, right? 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 So, okay, this we are way off track, which I love. Anyways, um, so when I started my new job at this new ICU, uh, they actually, for real, misspelled my name inside of the 
inside of Epic mm-hmm. uh, and spelled it Beer Storm, Ooh. which means literally a storm of beavers. <laughs> Because beer means beaver. So mm-hmm. beaver storm, which is awesome. Have you corrected I just, them? Uh, yeah, I had to. Oh. Apparently it's legally binding. Oh. So I needed to have it changed. But for a while, my name was Rick Beerstorm, which I thought was awesome. I always like like Sharknado. I picture it like a swirling tornado <laughs> of beavers. That's what's in my mind when I think of it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no. Uh, back to the original topic now that we've taken that quick aside um i think wardrobe would be super helpful yeah if it had a good style if it had a good eye for fashion i'd be like i'd be like on my computer i'd be like wardrobe come here what do you think of this i'd only do online shopping (laughs) wardrobe would make all the choices for me The only problem is it could get too invested in my style. Mm-hmm. And then it could be like, you're wearing that? I'd be like, I'm just hanging out at home. I want to be comfy. She's like, no. <laughs> you look terrible. You haven't worn the tuxedo in three weeks. <laughs> I'm not going to wear a tuxedo in my house. <laughs> you never listen to me. <laughs> like two minutes, like 20 minutes later, it like cuts to me wearing a tuxedo, like sitting on my couch drinking a, a beer. <laughs> it could get bad at, back at you too. Like... If you didn't listen to it, it'd be like, no, I don't know where those other socks are. Oh, I only have one of each. I don't know where all the matching pairs went. Like, dang it. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely have to forge a really sincere and intimate relationships with your, with your, uh, uh, with the items in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see where you're going with being afraid of the bed, but I feel like. The bed would be like my trusted companion. <laughs> yeah. He'd be the person I'd like have a bad day at work and I'd go crawl into my bed and just like cry. And mm-hmm. It would comfort me. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> I just imagine That's Kevin Spacey's voice, I guess. <laughs> I just imagine like having just like the weirdest conversations with your bed. Like if me and Stacy are having an argument and we go to bed angry and then Ben's just there and it's like, well, this is awkward. And I'm like, shut up, Ben. <laughs> it's like, you know, she's right. <laughs> it starts taking sides and things. That yeah. would definitely make uh, intimate moments very awkward, though. Oh, yeah. Or it's like giving you tips. You're like, I don't need your help. <laughs> and it's like, really? When's the last time you made love to anybody? <laughs> Stupid bed. <laughs> One more crack like that, and you're going to the Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think that, and I think um, or I think the fridge. Would my carpet turn into a magic carpet, and I could fly around on it, Aladdin think, style? I don't think so. so. It wouldn't get it wouldn't get magical properties, but I mean, it just came to life. That's that's magical. Yeah, but I mean, at, at most, the footstool turned into a dog, like. Or the dog turned into a footstool. Yeah, I couldn't fly or anything like that. (laughs) Dang it. Yeah, what if your fridge, though? Your fridge could just decide, nope, this food's bad for you. (laughs) Spoiled. (laughs) It just, like, turns the temperature, like, just, like, lets itself heat up and Mm -hmm. ruins all your food. Yeah, that'd be bad. You wouldn't want that. Yeah. On the other hand, though, would it have to be plugged in? Could I save tons of money having a magical fridge 
I imagine that it would have to have some kind of energy intake, meaning that it would have to consume something, potentially the food that's inside it. That's so unfortunate. Either way, I don't think that I don't think in Beauty the Beast I ever saw any of them eat. No, I think they're just alive. That's terrifying, <laughs> right? That's true because they never need to sleep. No, they do sleep. They because, do sleep because but Chip they don't, sleeps. That's true, but they don't eat. No, so they have unlimited energy all of the time. That's it's very strange. <laughs> and yet, yeah, that's true. I think that this is a good perfect segue into our that's debatable okay um so let's hit that that's debatable wow whose sexy voice was that oh i don't know i think it was mine (laughs) actually i'm sure it was mine (laughs) anyways (laughs) uh this week on that's debatable following along with our theme um herbie versus autonomous driving car and you immediately we're like oh autonomous driving car all the way no no you are wrong it is a herbie i mean i any any living car really it doesn't have to be like a herbie the love bug yeah it doesn't have to be a volkswagen although a volkswagen actually would be very cool and trendy to have right now since they don't make them anymore um well so yeah but these they were still making them up until very recently yeah mexico uh the plant down there just like made the last one like in the last five years or yeah something like that. and it's not the, the the newer one that are actually half a dome it's that old 1960 style yeah. they're making that up until like 2013 i know that's nuts it's awesome i i want one so badly <laughs> me too but the point being <laughs> that you would take an adult uh and a computerized car and mm-hmm. i would take a living car absolutely here are the reasons why you are wrong mm-hmm. one gas i don't have to pay for gas because my car is just alive i thought herbie had to have gas i don't think he does pretty sure when do they ever when do you ever see them filling him up i haven't watched the movies enough there you go <laughs> i have watched them within the last five years so i'm going to say no including the Lindsay lohan one no i would that's not canon (laughs) (laughs) uh one i don't need gas two there is absolutely no possibility that somebody's gonna hack into my car because Mm -hmm. he's alive you can't hack into him Mm -hmm. um and and program drive off cliff so here's my thing if we're in like a death race you and me i'm for sure gonna win so here's my thing. I prefer to know what my car is going to do ahead of time, and I get to control what it does. It just does it for me. I much prefer that as opposed to having something that has emotions that can decide that, you know what? I'm kind of sick of Rick right now <laughs> and just decide to do something horrible. You're like, you feel like people are always going to like i'm surprised you're not suspicious that i'm gonna kill you for no reason well okay no but you're more suspicious than i am because you're saying people will hack in (laughs) and make you drive off a cliff whereas i'm saying that someone could hack your car emotionally and throw you off a cliff or strand you somewhere in the middle of nowhere um well here's the thing is the car's alive so it has magical abilities one Mm -hmm. i don't need gas two uh i feel like I'm very confident. Like, there are themes that I have noticed in this show. 
I'm confident in my ability to persuade people to like me, mm-hmm. whether it be an ape princess or <laughs> an autonomous driving car. That also, that spot needs to be in something. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I could just see that as a tagline for something later. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I feel like I can convince those things to like be befriend me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the other thing is, you got to think about it this way: your life is on the line. You are in, like I said, a death race. We are un- in a death race, the two of us. Which happens so often in our normal I daily can, lives. I can rob a bank and Herbie can drive for me while I shoot my machine gun out the back. Okay, but if Herbie feels that you are recklessly putting himself <laughs> and society in danger, he could just lock the doors and choose to drive you to the courthouse. <laughs> My autonomous That's... car would not do that to yeah, me. Yeah, but the cops will just hack into your autonomous driving car and then send you to the courthouse. If they if they can hack into my car that fast, and if that's even a possibility, then it is definitely going to be a possibility. Do you think that they're going to like? Oh, these self driving cars are out here, and like the the they're definitely going to be programmed. Like if you're committing crimes, to just like not work or report you or well, whatever. They're not yet. They're not. Well, they're not even existing yet. That's definitely a thing. Big Brother is going to be all over you. There are self-driving autonomous cars already, but they're all in the beta stage. Well, that and nobody's inside of them almost all the time. Mm -hmm. They're just driving around with nobody inside of them. Mm -hmm. They're like those pale green pants with nobody inside of them. (laughs) Okay, how about this? (laughs) Would you rather be friends with a self-driving car or, sorry, a Herbie-like car or a pair of pale green pants with nobody inside them? The car. Not the pants? No. Why not the pants? Eh. <laughs> what you just what you don't trust the pants? I just don't trust the pants. <laughs> the pants were just as afraid of the man as as he was of them. But I feel like okay, I'm inside a car. I can ask for help. How is the car going to embarrass me the most in public? The pants. If decided, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to fall down right now. Well, no, no, the... no. You're befriending them. Yeah. You're not wearing them. Okay, so I'm befriending them. Could the pants, if you were wearing them, could they run for you? I don't know. You'd be like, I'm so tired. The pants are like, no, we have to win this marathon. <laughs> but it'd still be using your feet as impacting the pavement. Yeah, but so it would just... also be driving them. Yeah. I think you'd still get tired, though. That's a good question. What if I cut off half of my body and attached it to the pants? <laughs> a pair of pale green pants. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, here's a question. We are way off track, which I love. Would you rather have a, a t- like a car that's alive or live inside of a pair of pants that was alive? Car that's alive. Really? Yep. Even if you could win marathons? Even. <laughs> Even then? Especially. <laughs> I don't run. <laughs> You're like, no. I am a fighter, not a runner. <laughs> All I'm saying is that a, I for sure think that a living car is better because it can't be hacked. And I can for, I will, I will buy my car, self-help books. I will do whatever it takes. We will form a covenant relationship. <laughs> I will be there for that car. <laughs> Like it was my own son. 
I will say this. I think that a... And so that when after I've indoctrinated that car and I rob a bank, we are getting away. (laughs) I think that having um, autonomous gloves would be the most useful. Because you're talking about wanting to scam people out of money. If you put on really thin autonomous gloves... You could play the piano, you could play guitar, you could do so many amazing things. That's genius, except for because they're your hands. What if they're very volatile and they stab somebody? And you're like, it was the gloves. I still have control of my arms. (laughs) I mean, right? I don't know. It could all happen so fast. OJ was innocent this whole time. (laughs) It was the gloves, the gloves, I tell you. That's a dark place to go, Dabs. The juice is loose. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, ooh, I didn't even think about the gloves. The gloves would be good for tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, painting, playing instruments, anything with fine motor skills. Mm-hmm. Like uh, surgeons. Surgery, yes. Pool, pool, mm-hmm. playing pool, throwing darts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's no telling what a man with autonomous gloves could do. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'd go I'd go with autonomous gloves even over the the um autonomous car uh, armoire. Yeah. It's way more convenient yeah. and portable. Yeah, totally. Yep. And no fingerprints. <laughs> No fingerprints. For when you inevitably turn to crime. Right. And you take them off and toss them behind the counter, and then they pop up like thing from the Adams family. Ooh. And they'll go and they'll empty the registers for you and then come back. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Or they could scout things out. Mm-hmm. They could go ahead, you could have one glove and the other glove strangling a man, <laughs> and then you're punching him in the face. <laughs> it's brilliant. See, arm fall off, boy, waste of time. Yep. A man with autonomous gloves, now that guy could go places. Yep. Probably still couldn't beat Willy Wonka on the WWPI. No. But he'd have a way better shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, liked, I, w- I actually heard that episode recently, and I loved that we were talking about, what was it? Basically, arm fall off's boy's only shot is to get a job there. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, go on L and I when his arm falls into the chocolate vet river and he mm-hmm. doesn't get it back and slowly slowly bleed Willie dry from milk some dry yeah yeah from workers comp that's his only hope <laughs> um so ultimately have I changed your mind no I still go autonomous cars but I would do autonomous gloves you mean living gloves living gloves yes living gloves so, if it was an autonomous car versus living gloves? Autonomous car. Really? Yeah, I'm so excited for those, man. I'm telling you. It's gonna if make... you didn't have a job where you were driving for it, though, would you feel the same way? Probably not. Yeah. But when I'm driving 80 miles a day. I, you know what you could do with, a, with living gloves? You could become a master video game person. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, like, put your hands down and then all of the... The gloves would do all the work for you. I'd stay up past 3 a.m. when all the kids who are 12 years old in South Korea hop on. Those kids are monsters, man. They're not very nice. They're not very nice, and they're incredibly good. They make me at my video games. (laughs) Games I grew up with, they're just crushing me on. Anyways, 
Well, I think this has been a solid Rick and Daffs episode. Um, if you would like to weigh in and tell Daffs how wrong he is about his uh, love for autonomous self-driving cars, uh, you can email at us. Uh, where can you email us? Daffs? Rick and Daffs at gmail.com. R-I-C-K-A-N-D-D-A-F-S at gmail.com. That's correct. I will look forward to hearing your many rebuttals to Daff's um, <laughs> shameful, shameful opinion. <laughs> okay, I'm Rick. I'm Daff's. Have a good one. Have a good one.